In my 23 years on this planet, I have learned one thing, and everything starts at the top. You are Locked On Nationals, your daily Washington Nationals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And thank you all for making Locked On Nationals your first listen every day as we are free and available wherever you get your podcast. And of course, I'm your host, Ryan Clary. You can catch me over on Twitter at RyanClary11 and as well as the show page at LO underscore Nationals. And make sure to subscribe over on YouTube. Just look up Locked On Nationals and hit that subscriber button. I would really greatly appreciate that. Later on in today's show, Jackson Rutledge the Nationals' former first-round pick, and you could say former or he just is a first-round pick, someone who was a prized prospect at one moment in time for this team, has kind of been through a little bit of a, a rough stretch over the last few years battling some injuries, but he has had a really solid 2023 season down in high A, double A, and as well as triple A. He is now getting the call up to make his major league debut Tonight, we'll discuss the six foot seven right handed pitcher later on in today's show and preview that matchup against the Pittsburgh Pirates. But also, let's start here because this is the news of the day. Even on after you have a debut like you are tonight, this would be the lead story, but not today. Because as we said, leadership starts at the top here in my young 23 years here on this planet. That is what I have learned. And Mike Rizzo is the head of baseball operations here in Washington, D.C. And over the last few weeks, we've kind of discussed with all the different layoffs, with the scouting department, assistant GM Johnny DePuglia resigning from the job. All the speculation around Mike Rizzo and his future in D.C. has now been closed. We turn the next page, and now we open up the next few years as him with president of baseball ops here once again. And really, this was a no-brainer decision. And in fact, I'm still a little upset that we allowed it to get to this point. And what I mean we, I mean more so the Nationals. Not really myself, not really you. It really wasn't our fault. Because this was a no-brainer decision from day one. And looking back at it, over the last year, just take a look around the Nationals organization from the very top to where the Lerner family is and to the very bottom where Rookie Ball is and all the other different players around that. This Nationals team has completely revamped. They have. And that is something that you can give a hat tip to Mike Rizzo. You can even do it to the Lerner family as well. And now while they're not the most popular thing around town right now, we know that. But still, they had to get this job done and they had to get Mike Rizzo done really before anything else. Because if you don't have someone like Mike Rizzo at the head of your baseball department, what's going to happen? Do you really have faith in just allowing someone else to come in and take over this operation in the middle of a rebuild, in which this rebuild also looks to be pretty successful at this point. They had no option here. The Lerner family, they had no leverage in these negotiations because of the fact that they know how much value Mike Rizzo holds. He's one of the game's best executives in all of baseball. The second longest tenure GM slash president of baseball ops in the big leagues. This This would have been a catastrophic failure. Yes, if they were to let him go. 
That is how bad it would have been if they were to let him walk away. But that's not the case. He got a multi-year extension yet. We're still waiting to see on the terms of the deal, how many years it is. But I would assume that it's going to line up with Davey Martinez and his few years here that he's getting in Washington, D.C. And again, this was the right decision. If you were not to make this move, looking around compared to what we were just last year, compared to what we are right now on September 13th and onward. It's night and day. And even then, looking back two years ago, when you had Jackson Rutledge, who I believe was your number three prospect at that moment. Jackson Rutledge is now your number 13 prospect, according to MLB.com. That's the kind of improvement that this staff and that this front office has been making. And while you are, you know, you're kind of tanking over the last two years, they will never say that. But last year was a tank. It was a clear and obvious tank. 2021 was a clear and obvious tank as well. Now you have to get all these pieces together and not only establish them as big league players every day, but you're going to have to mold them into the Nationals culture, which Mike Rizzo has established here. And maybe some people just may look from the outside in and say, how good is that culture though right now? Because you had this kind of learner family debacle and it's been a debacle for being honest. But even more so, This just needed to happen. It just did. Because if you were to allow Mike Rizzo to walk away, what would that be telling the fan base? And what would that be telling a potential buyer if you were to be selling the team? Because now this makes it a little bit more attractive if you were to sell the team going forward. And if they do decide to sell the team going forward, you have Mike Rizzo there. You have Davey Martinez there. These are two guys that have gotten over the hump. These are two guys that, in Mike Rizzo's case, has been doing this job for well over a decade, and you saw the results. From 2012 to 2019, there was one team that had more wins in the regular season than the Washington Nationals, and that was the Los Angeles Dodgers. And what they do, they handle things different. They develop well, and they also spend on everything. They're the cream of the crop when it comes to that, and I think people kind of forget where this Nationals organization once was, even with the Lerner family involved at the top. They made good decisions. They made the decision to sign Max Scherzer and give him all that money. They gave the decision to not extend Juan Soto and move him away. Some people may not love that decision, but even then, at the end of the day, it looks to be working out pretty well for them right now. They've been in the controls before, and they have done this before. Now, again, let me reiterate this point. This isn't some defending the Lerner family. This is not what it is. But you had to get this done. And the Lerner family, they knew they had to get this done, not only just to have a sole presence as your head of baseball ops and really just kind of take charge of this rebuild, but also if they are considering selling, which I feel like they may be, who knows at this point, then that's going to be a little bit more attractive to someone who wants to buy the Washington Nationals because no one's going to be looking to move on from Mike Rizzo. I don't think that was ever the case, even with those dark days just a few years ago. I don't think that was ever going to be the case, in fact, because when you have someone who is so proven and who has been such a good, really head of your baseball ops and really everything else, face of the organization, whatever you want to say with Mike Rizzo, He's been the rock throughout this entire Nationals history since 2009 when he took over this gig. And looking at that time where the Nationals were, they had back-to-back 
awful seasons there. We all know in 2012, it took off. And you're starting to see it already now with your young players like C.J. Abrams, Mackenzie Gore, James Wood down in the minors, Dylan Cruz, Robert Hassel. Name all those big-time prospects who are really coming together and really gelling for this organization. That has to do with Mike Rizzo. And again, if you were to just allow him to walk, what would that be telling the fan base? What would that tell us as a whole? Because you should be upset with the way that this was handled, if we're being honest. You should be. It wasn't the most clean way that things could have happened over the last few weeks. You haven't really been worrying about baseball. We've been talking about Mike Rizzo's extension. Will that happen? Will he go to the White Sox? What about Steven Strasburg? What's going on with the Lerner family and what they're doing with Steven Strasburg? It was a whole mess over the last few weeks. But now we sit here today, the morning of Wednesday, September 13th. Mike Rizzo is extended And that was the ultimate right decision for this organization. And it was the only decision that they could make that I believe that would have gotten any good positive reaction from this fan base. Because we all know one thing. I think it's a little split in between, but I think the majority of this fan base has kind of been underwhelmed with the Lerner family over the last few years. They have been, myself included. And when I look around, they don't, they're not really spending on all these big free agents. And at this point, it looks like they could be cutting some costs, getting rid of some scouts, but we'll just have to see what plays out. Maybe they rehire him because Mike Rizzo did talk about that today with the sports junkies. And he did kind of didn't really shed any light into it, but he did kind of allude to the fact that they could be bringing these guys back, not the scouts that they laid off, but they could be filling them positions with whoever else could be coming in the door. But the learner statement today that they released was, together with my family and the entire national staff, we've always shared the same dream to make the Washington Nationals a team that our fans could love and be proud of. We have all worked collectively to build what has essentially been an expansion team with no major league depth into a contender and then into a World Series champion. We've experienced some tough losing seasons and we've hung championship banners and we've done it all together. We are once again hard at work to build a championship contender in D.C. We now believe we have the beginnings of a roster filled with promising young players and exciting prospects at nearly every position. While we once talked about winning World Series rings for our baseball-loving fathers, Mike's family and ours now look forward to winning even more rings for our children and grandchildren, and of course, for every other Nationals-loving fan and family everywhere. We are excited about our future. And I think they should be excited about the future because you've locked up a president of baseball ops who is very sharp at his job, someone who has always been there, someone who is considered still to be one of the smarter executives in the game, And this was a no-brainer decision. But moving forward now, Mike Rizzo, he can't dish out money on his own. And that's just the fact of this. The Lerner family, they're going to have to kind of go all in because Mike Rizzo also said that he believes that Mark Lerner has never been as all in as he is right now. So let's see it this offseason because this is going to be a big one. This is an offseason where the Nationals can take that next step and maybe be a wild card or postseason contender heading into 2024 but I still believe we're a few missing pieces away. And those missing pieces may not just be solved down in the farm system, but they will be solved in free agency if they were to make some splash moves here and there. So we'll just have to see how this transpires throughout the offseason. It's going to be an interesting topic. It's going to be talked about here over on Locked On Nationals. And of course, 
Speaking of talking about things on Locked On Nationals, we got a debut tonight. Former first-round pick, 2019 first-round pick Jackson Rutledge is making his debut tonight. He's got some electric stuff. He's going to be a really interesting target. And, of course, you can catch that game tonight at 6.35 Eastern time and catch every pitch of the Nationals hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search Nationals there. And before we get into talking about Jackson Rutledge, I got to tell you guys about our new friends from Jace Medical. And guys, modern medical care and treatment are important, but our global supply chains are fragile. Things like pandemics, natural disasters, and foreign travel may cut you off from the treatment you need. Jace Medical is your solution. Just fill out their online form, and one of Chase Medical's board certified physicians will review it to determine whether medications are safe and appropriate. Then Jace will send your prescriptions to one of their partner pharmacies where you order will be filled and mailed directly to your home. You can also send your physician a message for answers to treatment-related questions anytime. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. That's why Jace Medical offers the Jace case. Save more than $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical, plus an additional $20 off by using my code LOCKEDON at checkout on jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. Now we get back into it as the Nationals are taking on the Pittsburgh Pirates tonight. And former first-round pick Jackson Rutledge is making his Major League debut. And this is going to be an exciting one because, if you guys remember, Jackson Rutledge was not only a first-round pick at a junior college. He did spend some time, one year here, his freshman year in Arkansas. Didn't do all too hot in the SEC. Went to junior college, really impressed the Nationals. And it impressed them enough to take him up in the first round of that 2019 draft. And here's the thing. Jackson Rutledge has four pitches in his arsenal here. He's got a fastball that sits mid to upper 90s. He's got a solid curveball, a slider, and a changeup. Something worth noteworthy of today's game with Jackson. Mike Rizzo, he said this himself, was that his changeup is something that has really improved so far this season. And that has kind of caught his eye when he was asked about Jackson Rutledge. So I think looking at his changeup, something that, I haven't particularly heard too much about when talking about Jackson Rutledge. I've heard that he's got a really wicked uh, curveball. His slider's all right as well. But his curveball, from what I have heard, I believe that that's probably going to be his best pitch. But Mike Rizzo today, he knows much more about Jackson Rutledge than I do on my fingernail. Jackson Rutledge has got a solid changeup. That is something that you've kind of seen the progression with Nationals pitchers over the years, like Jake Irvin at times has looked solid. Uh, Josiah Gray at times has looked solid with his changeup. And now Jackson Rutledge is getting into the mix with this as well. But over the years, Jackson Rutledge, this guy was never, it was never an easy time for Jackson. Never. It's never been one. And it probably will never will be if we're being honest, just because of the fact that this guy has had to go through a ton of injury history over the years. And after being a 2019 first round pick, in his first few in his first professional season in 2019 where he made 10 starts he had 37 and a third innings pitch only gave up 22 hits walked 15 batters in that time and also struck out 39 batters as well then in 2020 we all know what happened the covid season hit no one got to progress really nothing was happening and even then he had to miss a full season and that was not good because in 2021 
it was not a good time for Jackson Rulledge, having a 7.68 ERA in those 13 starts across three different re- levels with rookie ball, Fredericksburg, and as well as Wilmington, which is high A. And then in 2022, he spent the entire season down in low A Fredericksburg, and even then did not have the utmost really progress of any sort. He had a 4.9 ERA in 20 starts, 97 innings pitch, 106 hits given up, 53 earned runs, only seven home runs in that time as well. 29 walks, 99 strikeouts. But this year, he's kind of settled in just a little bit more. His walk rate is up considering what it was from last year. His strikeout rate is down a little bit as well. But even then, with Jackson Rutledge, I think this is kind of something that will improve over time. I think he does have the stuff to kind of rack up some strikeouts up in the big leagues because he has this deep arsenal of stuff. And if his changeup were to take that step up the way that Mike Rizzo was kind of touting it today, then I think we could kind of stumble upon someone who could be a solid, really middle to back end rotation guy moving forward. But I think we also have to kind of pump the brakes on the expectations for Rutledge because, again, he has had some wear and tear on his body over the last few years. He does have that potential, though. I Let me say, I can't say this enough, is that he does have the potential to be a middle-of-the-rotation guy. It's just a matter of fact if he can take that stuff up to another level because we've seen it with Jake Irvin this year. Jake Irvin, before this season, really during the season when he got the call-up, I was kind of like, yeah, like, He'll probably be a rotation guy for this season, but even then, he'll probably be a bullpen guy down the road. As we've seen this year, Jake Irvin has improved immensely over the season. You've kind of been seeing that he's been our best pitcher in the second half of the season, especially when Mackenzie Gore's on the IL right now. Jake Irvin's our best guy. Josiah Gray, he's doing his thing as well. We all know he's been struggling a lot. But with Jackson Rutledge now, he's going to get the opportunity, and it might not just be this one start. This could be a mainstay for Jackson Rutledge if he really wanted it to be this way. But we saw this this season going from Harrisburg up to Rochester. And Rochester, while he didn't have the best of numbers of sorts, you could say, down in double-A, that's where he actually did a lot of good work this year, having a 3-1-6 ERA in those 12 starts, 68 innings pitch, 119 innings pitch as a whole this season, 50 of those innings coming in AAA Rochester. What I have seen from him so far in Rochester is, one, his strikeout rate has dipped just a little bit more from his A numbers in Harrisburg, and his walk rate has gone up just a tad. Now, These aren't things that we should be overly concerned about because walking 4.2 batters per nine innings is not ultimately great. But when you have these young kind of flame-throwing right-handed pitchers, we've seen it a lot with walk rates kind of bumping up a little bit and going up. I'm not all too concerned when it comes to that moment of this. And when you talk about the Nationals and what they kind of have done well over this year, is kind of plugging these starting pitchers like Jake Irvin in to do well in certain situations. Josiah Gray has done well. Mackenzie Gore has done well. You've kind of all seen them improve. Josiah Gray has taken that step back. We know. But ultimately, this team and the pitching staff hasn't been as bad as we expected it to be, if we're being quite honest. So with Jackson Rutledge tonight, what are the expectations? You're going up against this Pittsburgh Pirates staff who isn't the best team in the world. It's not going to be the best 
hitters out there. It's not going to be Andrew McCutcheon in his prime. Andrew McCutcheon is on the IL. So what do we expect from this team? Well, we'll get into that. But before we talk about that, let me tell you guys about our friends over at FanDuel. And guys, FanDuel is here and get ready for the NFL season because it is also here. And FanDuel has incredible offers for FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. Now is the best time to join FanDuel. The app is easy to use, and you can bet on everything from spreads to player props and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season with an offer you won't want to miss FanDuel, official sports betting partner of the NFL. And now we get into previewing Jackson Rutledge against whoever the Pittsburgh Pirates decide to throw out there tonight as they have not announced a single starting pitcher up to this moment in time. That's kind of always been a little bit of a weird thing with the Pirates, and especially as you get into the September stretch, you never really know what a contending team or even a rebuilding team like the Pirates will be going out there. Are they going to be throwing out an opener? Are they going to be throwing out a young prospect like we are tonight? Who knows at this moment in time, but here's what we do know, is that Jackson Rutledge, again, is going up against this Pirates lineup who they've been pretty cold over the last few months here. They started off the season really hot, as we kind of got into yesterday, but even then, they haven't impressed all too much, and in tonight's performance, I don't know what to expect. I truly don't. And that may be a frustrating factor in this, considering that you have Jackson Rutledge, a former first-round pick, that you want to see just a little bit from. You want to see him kind of take that step and hopefully be a part of this team moving forward, especially as a starting pitcher. But at this moment, you just can't be confident in really any of that happening because we haven't seen it yet. So when you're going up against this Pirates staff, it's just going to be an interesting game because Jackson Rutledge... What do we know at this moment in time? You can talk about the AAA numbers, but even then, that doesn't mean all too much for this team. It doesn't. And as we've seen over the years with starting pitchers making their debuts and and, uh, over the seasons, you've seen Eric Fetty come up, a one-point-a prize prospect with this team, come up and not really look all too great. But this is a little different, though, with Rutledge. He's going to have the opportunities. We're not in a win-now situation the way that we were when Eric Fetty got the call-up. We were never in that situation. We couldn't really have a young guy out there just kind of throwing strikes just to throw strikes. Jackson Rutledge is going to have the time to develop up in the big leagues, and I think that is an exciting portion of tonight's game because over the years, we've kind of been tainted as a fan base when it comes to these debuts. And when you are always contending, which the Nationals seem to be doing all the way through the midpoint of 2021, you never really got the excitement of these debuts because one, when you're contending for 10 plus years, you have to sell some of these prospects away. You have to give up Jesus Lazardo to the Oakland A's. You have to give up uh, Ronaldo Lopez and Lucas Giolito. Now we saw both those guys debut at the Nationals, but even then you get the point. Now we actually have the time to be patient with these guys. And I think that is an important factor with this because it's not going to click overnight. Now, while Jake Irvin this year, 
he wasn't the most prized prospect in the world. We still talked about it. We still got excited for it because he's someone that you don't really know. You don't really know what the outcome could be. But as we've seen now, he's been really good. And again, Jackson Rutledge, including myself, I've kind of said over the years, and if you remember Savannah McCann on this show with Baseball America back in April, I believe, she talked about Jackson Rutledge, and still a lot of people in the organization believe that he could be a high-end starter with the Nationals. That is something that I've kind of remembered and kind of stuck in the back of my head because it's going to be worth something at one point of time. Because again, if Mackenzie Gore is not going to be pitching for the rest of the year, Jackson Rutledge is going to fit in that spot and maybe, just maybe, have an opening day spot for him as well. Because I think that's what tonight is really about. When you have the uncertainty of Patrick Corbin and Trevor Williams going into the offseason, what will they do with them at this point? Who knows? But you have these young guys that could earn an opportunity with the big league squad next year. Jake Irvin is certainly an ink in my opinion, to be on the opening day roster at this moment. Jackson Rutledge, over the next few weeks, I think he has himself a decent opportunity to get two or three solid starts under his belt and really make a case to be on that opening day rotation spot. Because, as we know, Yoan Adone is not really a guaranteed thing, as we've seen from last night. But even then, when you go up against these Pittsburgh Pirates squads, and you're going up against a very good really good hitter in my mind, Brian Reynolds, one of the better hitters in all of baseball, someone who I love to watch. It's a little nerve-wracking, to say the least. And so, switch hitting bat. He'll be on the left side of the plate tonight. We'll just have to see what Jackson Rutledge can do. But even then, it's a debut tonight, man. This is the time for Jackson Rutledge. It'll be exciting. We'll have to see what happens. But even then, you know the Nationals will be on SiriusXM, on the SXM app, just search Nationals there because that game starts tonight at 6.35 Eastern time, and that is where you can find and listen to Jackson Rutledge make his debut just like I will be as well. And again, thank you guys for making Locked On your first listen every single day. On tomorrow's show, we'll break down Jackson Rutledge's start. What did we see? What did we not see? And much, much more. I'll get to that on tomorrow's program. We'll talk to you guys On the other side of this game, which is tonight again, 635 start over in Pittsburgh. You will not want to miss it. And of course, I'll catch you on the flip side.